Jeff, dude. What up, man? I have a qu- I have a question for you, dude. What's that? Go for it. Shoot. Tell me, dude. Tell me, dude. What is your best Halloween costume ever? Like, what did you wear? And you're like, I am a peacock. This is awesome. I look awesome right now, dude. What was it? Was there one? Uh, okay. Yes, there was, dude. I dressed up. <laughs> Dude, that's my second best, bro. That's my, okay, my go, second go, go, go. best. My my best one was uh <laughs> when I wanted to be Robin Hood, okay? It's not my best one actually, but it's probably the best story I have. Uh dude, I got actually some pretty good stories. All right, look, check this out. I dressed up. My mom wanted me to take out This is before she was hardcore to like you know, that, you know, Halloween was of the devil and stuff. Um, right. So uh, she took us out trick-or-treating. She dressed me up as Robin Hood. Uh, the problem was that I had green tights on, a little green hat, and uh, I was supposed to be carrying a bow and arrow, but, I mean, I guess I was. But every time every every time I went up to uh, uh, knock on a door for, you know, trick-or-treat, whatever, everybody said, yeah. oh, look, it's Peter Pan. And I'm like, dang it, dude. It's Robin Hood. And it's like, oh, look. Look, you even got the green tights on. Robin Peter Pan. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. And it wasn't my choice to wear those green tights, bro. My mom thought she was doing me a favor and making me wear all this other stuff. So, yeah, bro, I was um, I was Peter Pan uh, unwilling, actually. I wanted to be Robin Hood, but, uh, yeah. And you know what, Robin Hood? You know why there was that... that uh, Distinction because my mom, I probably grew up watching Errol Flynn's Robin Hood, and if you remember Errol Flynn's Robin Hood, he is in green and stuff, and it looks funny. So, yeah, dude, I was, uh, I was a uh, Peter Pan. Now, but my my best costume, dude, had to be uh, when I dressed up as a Ghostbuster, bro. I had the whole. Oh, that sounds awesome. I had the jumpsuit. My pack though was like an inflatable one, but it still looked cool though. I won at work uh, one of the best costumes because I had that. So, there oh, you that's go. awesome. Yeah, dude. yeah, that was cool. I have another story, but I'm gonna let you go first. Go ahead. And, do you have a? What was your best costume, bro? <clears throat> yeah, dude, I don't have any good costume stories. It's like I'm lazy as hell when it comes to like Halloween. All I do, like, what I've done for like about, uh, let's say, eight of the last ten years is wear my Captain America hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you put a lot of effort to it. That's, that's, that's yeah, what you're saying, like, right? Okay, here we go. Look at me. <laughs> it's so lame, dude. I really should go all out one of these years. Like, really go all you out. You should, bro. It's actually kind of fun, dude. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. I'm one of your co-hosts, I'm the Khan. We got Uno. Khan! Oh, wait. Uno! Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. I know, I know. It's been a while, bro. Look. Rusty. A little bit, little bit rusty uh, there. I know, I know. Um, Jay is not uh, here with us today. He's actually going to be taking... No, no, no. He's, he's still around, though. He's not dead, bro. He's not dead. <laughs> but he's taking a little bit of a break. He's been, like, overwhelmed with uh, his teaching and school and his master's and all this other stuff. So he's he's not gone. He's just taking a little bit, a little, a little break. And for us, yes, we are also trying to restructure the show a little bit, kind of do some stuff behind the scenes. Uh, we got some stuff coming up, guys, so it's pretty exciting. We hope you guys will be joining us with us. And uh, and praying for us <laughs> to get these things off the off the ground, people. So yeah, definitely, man. We're excited to bring some stuff for you guys. But uh, as promised, dude, I wanted to tell you another story, bro. So tell uh, me another story. another another Go little me. Halloween story, bro. Look, check this out. So okay. we got Let's invited. I already know. Yeah, we got invited to a costume party. All right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My wife and I, and my kids, they were a little bit younger. Let me see. Jonathan was probably about, uh, I want to say, like eight years old. And okay. uh, eight, 
what, 13, 13, 14 was uh, Jason. So <clears throat> we got invited to a, a costume party and we're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Okay. And so it was funny because I think Claudia and I were more excited than the boys were. We were like, yeah, let's buy some, let's buy a costume and it would be great to, you know, go dressed up. And um, we're like those kids that get homeschooled that didn't do anything. We, you yeah, know, yeah. That's kind of like us with Halloween because, you know, obviously we, we grew up in a Christian household and, you know, we were not going to be dressing up on the devil's birthday or whatever, you know, whatever it is. So whatever we they called it. Yeah, we didn't do that kind of stuff. So um so we we were like kind of excited. Yeah, dude, we're gonna get dressed up. We're gonna, you know, let's let's look for a costume or whatever. And you know, my wife bought a like a this, you know, witch costume, whatever. Um bro, I bought the um the Reno nine one one costume, bro. The guy with oh the little God. shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I did, bro. I wrote. I got the little shorts, dude. Um, I thought it would be hilarious to go that way. So that's. I went all out, dude. Sometimes you gotta go all out, bro. Just commit one hundred percent. So that's what I did, bro. I even, I even shaved my beard. And I had this long mustache like that, dude. Like just a regular mustache for the costume. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know my kids, uh, Jonathan, appropriately. Just about Superman, you know, his middle name's Kalel, and then uh, Jason was like a, I don't know, like a zombie hunter, or whatever. So we were all like so dressed up, bro. So yeah, we show up, we go to the costume party. We're like, ah, oh, this is gonna be pretty cool. We walk in, bro. Bro, we walk in and we see the kids all dressed up, whatever. And we look at the adults, <laughs> yes. bro. No adults dressed up, bro. Just my wife and I oh dressed God, up, bro. The dude, it was hilarious we walked in we're like uh why is no one else dressed up and, and i mean the kids were but none of the adults were dressed up none bro zero nobody oh my god dude that's hilarious no and i'm here with my 911 reno 911's uh outfit bro so i looked the most ridiculous out there but i was like you know what whatever bro we were waiting for this and my wife's not dressed up too it was hilarious bro but uh there it is Man, so. I should. You're giving me the idea of hosting like hardcore Halloween costume party, dude. You should, bro. It's fun, and though. And like, it'll be an adult party. Um, and all the adults have to wear like hardcore costumes. Like, none of this Captain America sweater thing, dude. Or like Jim's. Like, uh... Or none. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like showing up in a tuxedo. Like, no. You need to go hardcore. <laughs> Like, I need you to be, like, Darth Vader, helmet, cape, pool nine. Like, I need you to be, like, if you're going to be a vampire, like, I want ruffled shirt. I want a red cape. Like, teeth, whole nine, dude. Hardcore. Bro, it's, it's you know, what, a couple of days before Halloween? It might be a little late for that. So, it's too late, dude. It's too yeah, late. definitely you should do it next, next year, bro. Next year, dude. Yeah, yeah. Next year yeah, will, next be, will be pretty dope, man. I think you, I think you should. I think you should. All right, man. I thought for Halloween, we should, why don't we talk about and share what our favorite Halloween movies are, man? Like, I mean, you know what? Like, we, this podcast, what we want to do, guys, is, is is be true to what we wanted to do is recommend good stuff for you to watch. I mean, Uno and I and, and Jay as well, we just love watching movies and TV. And we thought, you know what? Let's just share our love for movies and TV and just share, you know, the stuff that we want to recommend on what platform and, you know, what Movies to watch, with TV to watch, you know, shows to watch, whatever. Uh, we're pretty passionate about the shows we watch, man. Like, dude, Ted Lasso is just one of my favorite shows, bro. That season finale. Did you finally watch it? I've been watching it. <laughs> Absolutely great. Roy Kent? I think it's a good show. Oi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I love Roy Kent, dude. Uh, Roy Kent, one of the best characters on TV, bro, really. And, I feel and- like. I feel like my personality is like Roy Kent and Ted Lasso perfectly mixed. <laughs> dude, that's actually yeah, you're you're Roy Lasso, that's I guess. Who I am, dude. I'm Roy Lasso. <laughs> you're dude. Roy Lasso, bro. Yeah, dude, that's 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 pretty spot on. I you know, it's uh <laughs> so I just wanted to like, you know, I, that that show just got me so passionately talking about that season finale is one of the best season finales you'll see on TV, bro. Like you haven't watched the last one? Because I don't want to give it away, dude, because you got to watch it. No, yeah, I absolutely did. I loved it. thought it was great. Bro, that um, whole, then, arc, that villain turn. The, the villain turn? Yes, dude. Dude, I was telling somebody, that villain turn was like, 
like like comic book villain origin story level like done good you know what i mean like i don't even think marvel yeah. has done something that good when it comes to a marvel i mean a, a villain turn it's so good man i, I was just so impressed by that right? but anyways yeah and, and the built-in empathy the built-in empathy for him because of his parents you know dude right i mean they just yeah. the, the writing like, uh you're like uh but at the same time you're like uh yeah 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 but but you know what though I mean I really went full on like man this guy is somebody you can punch in the face right now because <laughs> just his villain turn was like oh my god it's so like so deep but anyways that's what we want to do man we just talk about these shows and really recommend whatever we want so um whatever we think you guys will love and I don't think we've gone that wrong with you guys so hopefully we'll we'll be recommending good stuff so i thought uh for this episode we got halloween just around the corner why don't we share what our favorite halloween movies are so you know i'll start with you man what what wait oh wait go for it wait before we move forward yeah um, so J- jeff and i just talked about um ted lasso but on um on apple tv there's also a couple other shows that we both really like one of them is C, starting Jason Momoa. Um, I know you were watching it. Are you caught up in season two? I'm all caught up, dude. I, uh, that's okay. that, that, the most painful part is having to wait uh, a year and months for the next uh, season, bro. So, yes. Yeah. So, um, uh, all that to say, um, you know, we know App, uh, Apple TV isn't necessarily something that everybody has. But just FYI, you could do a seven-day free, tri- free trial um, without being charged. So you can do that. Watch Ted Lasso because it's a really great show. You can totally binge it in seven days and maybe even sneak and see, maybe even sneak in some other stuff. But uh, just FYI, Apple TV, free trial, Ted Lasso, totally worth it. And we also think C is totally worth it. Yeah, definitely. Do. I, didn't, I didn't know we were going to jump into the Apple Plus platform because or uh, streaming platform because it's a little underrated, man. Like, honestly, Super. honestly, Ted Lasso is like, one of the best TV shows out right now and some of the best things I've, I've seen ever. I mean, it's really that good. Uh, in fact, um, it won, right, for like best comedy in uh, a, a Golden Globe or what was it, an Emmy or something? I think it's Emmy, right? Yeah, dude, t- yeah, Ted Lasso's been winning a lot of Emmys. Um, it won for best like- actor for Jason Sudeikis and best actress with, um, oh my God, I forgot her name. Man, they won, they won a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, the supporting actress, um, Hannah Weddingham, who's yes. the team manager, oh. won. Um, the writers won. The uh, Screen Actors Guild gave it to Jason Sudeikis. So a bunch of awards. Again, great show. Worth watching. It, totally it, get the trial. And you know what? You're right. You brought up C. C doesn't get a lot of, like attention and it should man i you know you you got me onto it you're the one that said you gotta watch it it's really good and you know i watched like one episode but then i went back and kind of like you know gave it a just a, a the real like uh uh you know watching of it and just give it a really chance on it. and man it is i mean it's so it's it's so um creative like the fighting um scenes and stuff like um for the if you haven't heard of what C is, it's like a post-apocalyptic show where everyone is blind and been blind for like hundreds of years, and then two kids are born who can actually see. So it's sort of like a power struggle to you know find out you know how these kids see and you know have control of them. So yeah, it's pretty creative of how they live their lives blind. You would think like they're bumping into everything, but they've actually learned how to live that way. So it's really interesting. But Jason Momoa, come on, man, he's He's a badass in this, dude. Bubba Boss. Yeah. Bubba Boss. Dude. Absolutely, dude. He's great. He's um, he's really good in this. So. I think it's so funny how this has turned into like an Apple TV love fest. I know, right? Um, I wasn't wasn't really planned, but uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think it it does. It's uh, it's um it is uh what's the word I use? It's not a. Uh, it doesn't get enough attention. It's underrated. Underrated. It's underrated. Thank you. There you go. It's Absolutely underrated. Underrated. And they got uh, some good even, stuff on there. Go ahead. Yeah, and. Um, besides C, they just started a new show called uh, Foundation, which I also think is really good. And there's another one called Invasion. It's it's funny they're going heavy on like the sci-fi stuff, but both also really good shows and um, totally worth checking out. 
Invasion is good, but there's a there's a storyline in there that's like pissing me off though. We'll see what happens this when it's coming on. Uh, on uh, I think it's every Friday you'll get a new episode. So um, yeah, one storyline where the where the mom catches the guy cheating and then oh my god, yes, that one, so bro. Cute. And then she's like, but- get in the car. Like I would have left that fool. <laughs> Dude, I'm leaving you yeah. behind. But she's still. I guess she needs help with her kids. But whatever. But I think that's like what you know. Like if a show moves you, if a show really pisses you off, like I think it's good writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Right? Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Anyway, let's stop this. Let's stop this. Let's get back. <laughs> let's circle back to Halloween. Let's go back to our original. We're going to talk about Halloween and what our favorite scary movies are. Now, this in, this in no way is like what we think are the best. It's just our favorites. So there might be some here that. Uh, some people might not like, but um, <laughs> or might not think it's the best. But in no way we're saying it's the best. It just shows, uh, I mean, movies that I think uh, are good and and that you should definitely definitely check out. So um, go for it. Uno, like, just tell me as many as you want. Like, how many uh, or not how many? Which which shows would you recommend or movies? I should say. Okay, um, I think right now, um, like <clears throat> the Halloween mythology has gotten sloppy. There's like so many Halloween stories. I saw a chart and it looked like an, a geometry problem that was explaining the Halloween movies and each one of their timelines and the universe that they exist in. And it was sloppy. All that to say that the original Halloween is to me like the greatest Halloween movie you can find. It is absolutely just the best, dude. It's the best, man. It's the best. Um, Unfortunately, there's nowhere you can watch it for free. Well, I guess if you have Roku, you could watch it for free. Um, but then you you could rent it on like Apple TV, rent it on Amazon. But like the original, the original Halloween to me is the best. And the crazy thing is like um, that movie was like an independent movie. Um, they had a $325,000 budget. $325,000 budget for the movie. That movie turned around and sold and had had a, it was a box office hit with $70 million uh, generated at the box office. That's Isn't insane. that crazy, dude? That's insane. $325,000 and then it made $70 million, dude. I'll take that bet. <laughs> oh. I'll buy that so, for a dollar, but yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that for <laughs> So Halloween is absolutely great. But now I'm gonna veer, veer left, veer right. Oh, uh, just we'll just talk about some things real quick before you move on. Netflix has okay. this ongoing series called, um, uh, oh my god, the movies. The what movies is it called? The movies that made the us. That made and they have a new season right now. And one, the first episode is Halloween. And oh, so it's dude. really cool to to watch it because it gives you that information that you just mentioned. It was an independent film for 325k and made all this money. And it's kind of cool to find out um, some of the kind of trivia behind the movie. It's actually pretty fun. Like I know some people might not might know this, but some might know that the Michael the Myers mask, mask is yes. a Captain Kirk mask, which is crazy. It was a Captain Kirk mask, but but they painted the hair black. And then uh, turned it inside out or whatever. So, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. No. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's that's a great point. Um, I also think there's a lot of great things about that, like, um, that movie, right? That just kind of set the tone on mm-hmm. like, what's scarier, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I I have a puppy, right? I have a puppy. And I've been taking the puppy to the back to, to, to my yard. To Azuki. Azuki. A little Azuki. And I took the puppy to the back, and she has a tendency to run away from me when she needs to, like, when it's time to go inside. And so then I pace slowly behind her. Yeah, there's no point in running. So you, you know, I'm not going to catch her. So you beat her so to I get walks, inside. Oh, no, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so I walk slowly to, to grab her. And I just thought, like, while I was doing that, I just thought of, like, I felt like Michael Myers. And I thought that was so terrorizing, dude. He never ran after his victims, dude. He walked paced slowly you know and it was just like scary because there was no stopping him you know um it's funny i think it's yeah it's funny because because my first like my my childhood terror when i was little of course or what i'm like super afraid of was ventriloquist dolls and number two was michael myers 
Yeah. And I think it was just because of that, because that foot didn't run. You'd be running like crazy, and then you turn around, and it's like the guy's like keeping pace with you right behind you. It's like he didn't run after yeah. his victims, bro. He was just there. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that kind of freaked me out. Slow and steady wins the race, dude. Um, but anyway, of course, like, there's all these movies that, like, in the Halloween universe, I don't know if any of them are worth watching. Um, I can't can't co-sign any of the new ones, but watch the original Halloween movie. Now I'm gonna ch- change it up. I'm just gonna throw out some things if you wanna if you wanna get scared, right? If you wanna get freak yourself out a little bit. Go for so it. I'm gonna go with Amazon Prime just because a lot of I, I think everybody has Amazon, right? <laughs> And like no one uses Prime, so today I'm gonna give you a movie to watch that'll freak you out a bit. And this one's called Fire in the Sky. Now, Fire in fire... the Sky, bro. That's a good. That's that? a good choice, bro. I, I think it's it's uh, it's something that's different from your other movies, but equally terrifying, bro. If not more. It is. But go it ahead. Is super. Okay. So fun fact. Um, for, for you faithful listeners know that I'm, I'm a his, history buff. Here's another fun fact. I'm an alien believer. Totally believe aliens exist. Totally believe <laughs> we've made contact. So fire in the sky is actually a biopic. It's based on a true story. So this person the, that the movie is about, his name is Tra- Travis Walton. I'm totally going to give away, um, like an overview of the story, but you can still watch this movie. Okay. So Travis Walton and four other guys were lumberjacks and they had a contract to clear out a certain section of the woods in Arizona. Anyway, the story goes that when they were done with their, when they were done with their job, they were driving home and they saw fire in the sky. They drove to it. And what was it? It was a UFO. Whoa. And this UFO According to the story that they said, you know, Travis gets out of the car and he gets abducted by these aliens, right? So then um, the story has to do with, with th- this, this movie has to do with that story. And there are some creepy parts. There are some parts where you're not going to want to be alone. It's not like a horror movie per se, but it'll freak you out. And once again, it's called Fire in the Sky. Um, and it's on Amazon Prime. And you know what? Actually, Jeff, I'm going to try to find Amazon Prime stuff worth watching because <laughs> I think the vast majority of people have Amazon Prime, right? Like uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, Most of our listeners have Amazon Prime, but nobody watches Amazon Prime like TV. So I'm, I'm going to make that commitment now to try and find stuff. But anyway, okay. Fire right. in the Sky, based on a true story about an alien abduct, 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 abduction. And you okay? Um, you okay? Totally, totally creepy. Totally <laughs> creepy. Um, then another movie, another another um, thing I want to share too is um, I'm going to take it back to last year. So during the pandemic, um, when we were all watching, I don't know. No, actually, this happened. This was released right as the pandemic was starting. So maybe people missed it. But there was this creepy, uh, spine tinglingly bothering series called. The Outsider. Oh. So The Outsider, yep. The Outsider is a TV mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. based on a Stephen King story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, watch the, the. So I'll tell you. I don't want to give away the story because unlike you know, unlike Fire in the Sky, this isn't based on a true story. If I tell you about it, you're gonna know what you know. But basically, um, it's like a true crime. Not not really a true crime. It's a thriller horror, like psychological thriller horror. Um, and it centers around a kid disappearing and trying to find out what happened to that kid. And also Jason Bateman stars in this and he's accused as being the one who murdered this, like, or who took, who was the last person to interact with the kid that disappeared. Right. So this, I'm going to let the story unfold, just throw it out there, but it creeped me out. Jeff, you watched it, right? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, what did you think? It's freaking creepy, dude. <laughs> it's it's uh it's pretty creepy. It's uh yeah. one of the few um shows, and this is a show, not a movie, that can actually be pretty uh creepy, but it it can be scary though. Yeah, it definitely can. So yeah, I, I highly recommend it. 
Yeah. Um, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, so I think Fire in the Sky on Amazon Prime, definitely worth like checking out. It'll freak you out. And also The Outsider, it's on HBO Max. And you know what? Let me let me just kind of how can I get HBO Max for free? Um, does HBO Max have a have a trial? Do they? Um uh, I think it's here's think, a- okay, so you could try HBO Max through Amazon Prime for seven dollars. So just FYI if you want to try that. Um, or also when you sign up for ATT. Um, AT&T, if you have AT&T internet, you should be able to get HBO Max for free. The one thing that, uh, in, we are going to be, well, I'm going to be talking a little bit about HBO Max in a bit, but, uh, just be aware that you can order or you can, um, subscribe to their one with like commercials and then one without like the premium one or something like that. I know there's two different right. ones. So just, just kind of be aware of that. That's it, man. That's all the, the movies you got. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, okay, my turn. So here you go. Look, um, we here with the family, we decided to say, you know what? Let's watch some of the scary movies because my kids, you know, they're the type that, uh, you know, they've, they've, they've watched stuff because we have, but they pretty much, if you tell them like, hey, have you watched like, you know, this particular movie, then some may be too old for them and they haven't really seen it. So I was like, you know, during, during Halloween, you got like these um, scary legendary scary movies right friday the 13th nightmare on elm street poltergeist so i was like you know what i'm gonna go during right before halloween we're gonna watch these movies and see how you know they react to them so (laughs) we watched poltergeist yeah that movie does not age very well it was not uh um very scary and the main thing kind of happened with these movies these movies were not really that scary they were different maybe but they weren't scary. So, you know, we watched Nightmare on Elm Street. It was like, in some cases, my kids were laughing because they didn't find it scary, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, if anything, it was gory. Uh, we haven't seen Friday the 13th yet, but, you know, we watched, uh, you know, the. Uh, I do agree that the Halloween, the original Halloween is creepy. Um, in some cases, it could be scary because there's no supernatural kind of thing. You know, there's no like yeah. ghost or like Freddy's like the supernatural. It's just a guy with a mask who's literally hiding behind a bush. So there's some reality to it. You know what I mean? So that was, was scary. So I totally agree with you. The original Halloween, I mean, a scary movie to watch. I do agree with that. So I was thinking, what? As me personally, oh, and like we're watching Poltergeist, and my wife's like laughing. She goes, "Is this real, man? This is really like, because you know the special effects don't really age well. So you know yeah, you're yeah. you're battling the CGI of the, today, and the VFX from back then. It's not exactly it doesn't hold up. So I was like, okay, so what movie actually scared us? Like you know what movie does give you the creeps? And so I have to go. Go go way back, bro, and no, not that way back, but really go back a few years when all the rage was found footage movies, and I gotta go back and talk about Paranormal Activity, bro, the original one that when oh you watched gosh. in theaters, everybody was freaking out with that movie, and because the special effects are not really special effects, right? They're like it's found footage, so it could be real, so. Watch that movie. I'm not saying it's the scariest thing ever, but for us, like, if you really want to be spooked out, like, after we watch it, we literally will go to bed and then we hear little things. We're like, what was that? What? what? Who's that? <laughs> it's like, even walking around in the dark or something is kind of kind of scary, dude, after you watch, you know, the Paranormal Activity movies. Like, I would recommend just watching the first one. I mean, the other ones are fine. It got kind of crazy with the occult, but, you know. I don't like movies that are way too satanic, right? That That's a little bit too much for me. But, you know, the first couple movies are actually within that whole story about the, you know, the, the arc and paranormal activity. So I would I would highly recommend if you guys have not seen it or even if you've seen it, that would be a good movie to revisit for Halloween. Uh, it's, <sighs> it's scarier, I think, than any of these other movies that all it is is just gore and slash and not really scary scary right so um and and you can watch paranormal activity if you have stars um and if you don't it's only 2.99 to rent from from uh amazon so i mean you know for a night you know inside and watching a movie at home it's not bad just to rent for three bucks so paranormal activity is one i I would 
recommend. And the other one, okay, look, this one, it's going to be a little bit controversial because I know some people are going to be like, oh, I hate it. But this I would recommend only if people who haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, it's recommended to at least watch once. And I'm talking about the Blair Witch Project. Uno, did you watch it? And what is what do you think about yes, that movie? Dude. Okay, so uh, um, man, I think I think there's something to be said about independent films and low budgets, right? When you don't have a million dollar budget and you don't have a studio behind you, you have the liberty to just make movies that you probably haven't seen before. Because like, let's think about it, right? Like. Halloween set the tone and then you got like Freddy Krueger and then you got Jason and you got Needleface and you got like this this Candyman Candyman Slenderman you got these movies that are just centered around this one figure who's killing innocent people right it just kind of is like okay cool we've seen this whatever screen even but with like and it, it all stemmed off of like um, it all stemmed from like Halloween because independent just creative creativity right but Blair Witch Project the same thing dude like you get this really crazy story that you haven't seen before um it's very like unsettling it's the kind of movie you watch and you just feel like I can't sleep tonight like I gotta (laughs) leave the lights on like I want to go sleep over my friend's house it's just yeah it's terrorizing so thoroughly agree it's a creepy movie yeah dude. yeah here's what made this movie special look if if again it's recommended if i'm gonna recommend it for you if you haven't seen it and I, i'm sure there's a lot of people who actually haven't seen this movie and why did this movie when it first came out why did it do so well well when the movie premiered and this is i would look it up on um i was looking doing some research on this movie when it um premiered at sundance film festival um the promotional material like the campaign they were doing that listed the actors as either missing or deceased so i remember when i was looking up this movie and trying to find out about it they actually put out a website um to make it look like it's something that was an ongoing investigation so the website had the pictures of the tapes had the pictures of like um the car that these these so-called people were missing um uh, or the listed actors, like they said, were missing. They they made it seem like this was real. So in order to have that found footage become real, they kind of put this story behind it when they did this marketing. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so when you watch the movie, you kind of go in with the mindset that, oh, this is this is real. This is something happened. You know, they 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 found these tapes, and then you're actually seeing, um, you know, what's happening to these people. So. Because of that, uh, you kind of have that mindset that maybe this is real, and so it makes the movie even, even more scarier. So it's it really is something that that you should check out. Now, I think part of it the the the, the why the movie it's a bit kind of a little scary about it is because you don't get to see anything; you just hear things. You just you kind of let your imagination kind of you know. Um, sort of form what the evil is or whatever it's out there. It, it it's just kind of runs wild. It's pretty it's pretty crazy. So I think it's uh it definitely is a um a uh, uh I think a, a, a movie that kind of plays on your Im- imagination and that's what kind of makes it a little bit more scarier. So I, I highly recommend it. Now whether you like it at the end of the movie or not, that's something else. <laughs> so you might not like it, but I would I would Highly recommend that you go watch it. And and in fact, this is the movie that actually beats out Halloween and being the movie that made like almost 4,000 times its budget. I think the budget was like 200,000 and it made over 248 million, something like that. So it's, it's wild. It's, it's wild, bro. I mean, they, I mean, this movie made bananas money, dude. It's like bonkers, bro, of how much money it made. So yeah, that's the sort of why it's out there and why it's, um, kind of famous out there so but yeah that was that's a movie i would recommend and the last movie i'm going to recommend guys and this one is in the same kind of category as halloween as being one of the original scary movies and that's the original not the remakes not the reboots the original texas chainsaw massacre it was made back in 1974 have you ever seen it 
Nope. You never seen it? Oh, really quick, before I move on, the Blair Witch Project, you could see it on FX Networks, uh, FX Now, um, and uh, you can rent it from Amazon. It's $3.99 in this one. So, um, anyways, uh, yeah, so th- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wait, did you say you didn't see it or did you see it? I have not seen it. Bro. Are you serious? Oh, you need. Oh no, man, and it's based on a true story too, right? Uh, it's based on true stories, but not uh, like a like a mix mix mishmash of stories. The original inspiration behind Texas Chainsaw Massacre is Ed Gain, and if you don't know who Ed Gain is, um, I would Google it just to find out some of the stuff. But just real quick, he was like, um, kind of terrorized by his mom and. Uh, you know, he had these issues. He had, like, mommy issues and stuff. And uh, he would um, dig up dead bodies and use their, like, body parts, like skin and whatever, and make lamps out of it, chairs out of it. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, he would do some other crazy stuff on bodies. And he ended up, like, killing, like, two people or something like that. So just, it's sort of based on him, but the actual Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not really inspired by one like actual story it's just a mishmash of different people that they put together in one movie so um and the leather face thing is because ed gain would make like a mask of a face and we, he would put it on his face so <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty <laughs> crazy so but the, the original texas chainsaw massacre why it's so crazy is i was just talking to my kids about this is like the the movie the the film that they use it's like grainy so yeah, it, it's it, obviously it's not found footage, but the way it's filmed, it makes it seem like you're, like, like you're like a, uh, what was it like? You're watching behind a wall or something. Like you know, like you're eavesdropping on these on these people. So it kind of seems that way. So that's why it kind of has that, that 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 mood to it where it's kind of scary, dude. It, it, it's, I man, I remember watching it. and It was kind of disturbing. But if you want to scare me with Halloween, that that's one of them. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original oh one. Gosh. You should watch it. So you can watch it on AMC Plus if you have that um, streaming uh, subscription, uh, Showtime, or you can. Um, oh, you know it's free on IMD, IMDb TV, which is oh cool. It's free. The only thing is that you'll get commercials on that, but it's free, so you don't have to pay for it. But if you don't want commercials, you can rent it from Amazon Prime for two ninety nine. So you can check that out. So yeah, man, those are the movies I think that you guys should check out uh, if you want uh, a scary Halloween <laughs> or a scary weekend. Those I think I, I, you should you should check out. So yeah, man. So um, just go for to it. add on, dude, uh, you could actually watch T- Texas Chainsaw Massacre through Amazon TV through Amazon Prime because they have like a partnership with IMDb TV. But you'll get commercials, but still, it's the original. 1974. Oh, no, this is the 2014. I think it's the original, but it's yeah. the 40th anniversary. Yeah, so the original is like, uh, you have to look at 1974, which is the original yeah, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, yeah, it's um, the original, but it's called the 40th anniversary because it's like literally 40 years. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, but I'm looking at the outfits. Yeah, this is totally the original. Yeah, 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 dude. Check that out. I got an honorable. Uh, I got an uh, honorable mention. Um, I think Hereditary. If you want something a little bit more, uh, modern or more uh, from today, it's actually a 2018 movie. Um, Hereditary is actually uh, it's pretty it's pretty disturbing, you know, maybe more than scary, but it's more a little bit disturbing. Have you seen that? No, dude. Bro, I've not seen that. That's something else you need to watch. Hereditary is a it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's that that's a that's a movie that definitely will will creep you out. Have you seen Midnight Mass? I haven't. That's a new Netflix show, right? Yeah, it's a new Netflix show. Is it any good? I've seen it. They've seen the I don't uh, know. I haven't I haven't seen it yet. Like I can't bring myself to watch it. Like something about just like I know that it's centered around a priest in a small town, and I'm just like, I'm already afraid, dude. <laughs> why, why is when a priest is involved, uh, it, it, it ends a up priest being, in a small town, dude? Just nothing good ever happens. Never good. Like, it's not good, man. Like, never good. I, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get my wife to watch Poltergeist 2, but I think what made Poltergeist 2 scary was a scary old priest man that shows up in the house, you know? But yeah, <laughs> a priest. And I know we haven't mentioned. The Exorcist, probably right. Everybody always talks about this movie, but um, 
1973 or something like that. That's how old that movie is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it's going to be scary. So, I mean, check that one out. But these other movies are the ones that I think we um, we find really creepy. So <laughs> it'll be a movie for you guys to go ahead and watch. So, yeah, man. Any honorable mentions for you? Um... I can't think of any honorable mention. I was thinking about throwing out, uh, I mean, I haven't seen it. Why don't we just watch it together, dude? Let's watch it together. Let's watch um, freaking. Which one? Midnight Mass, dude. Uh, Midnight Mass is like our community. All right, we'll do that. So, listeners, you're invited to watch Midnight Mass with us and see how it goes. Let's see, let's see what we think about that. Oh, dude. Now, I'm already like, I don't want to watch it now, dude. Now I'm like yeah, getting freaked out about I don't. that. I'm like already creeped out. <laughs> I did. I do. Let's. Um, all right. So we wanted to jump into uh, like specifically a streaming platform. What we want to recommend for this weekend for you guys to watch. Sort of like our pick of the week, but we're picking out um, something from a platform. So uh, you want me to go first, Uno? Or do you got something? Uh, no, go ahead, dude. All right. So I wanted to pick out something from HBO Max. HBO Max. I mean, since it since it. Um, it launched, what was it, last year, was it? Or I think it was, yeah, right? HBO Max last year. I yeah. think it was 2020. It used to be HBO Go before. Right, right. So HBO Max kind of came out with some original content. And uh, they've been they, they've been killing it, man. They've been uh, killing it. No pun intended. But they've been um, really doing well with some of their shows right now. And I think a little controversial, too, with um, because of the pandemic, they decided that some of their movies were going to be simultaneously simultaneously damn so scared i can't even talk right <laughs> um anyways Apparently. coming 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 out at the same time there you go uh that they would release them in theaters so they had like a lot of movies this year starting with wonder woman uh you know at the end of last year and then going on with um suicide squad uh and then just all these other movies that just came out uh, simultaneously with the theater and the uh, HBO Max, and I wanted to put one out there, guys, that I watched this week. Um, actually, I watched it this week or over the weekend, which was really, really good. And uh, that's Dune, the movie Dune, which is a sort of a remake slash reboot of the original, um, like nineteen eighty two or eighty four, something like that, with. Um, Kyle McLaughlin, some other uh, actors on there that you probably recognize when you go and check it out. I didn't realize Patrick Stewart is in that movie too, but yeah, um, dude, yeah, before Star Trek, dude. yeah, bro, he was uh, uh, he played one of the characters. I can't remember which. I think he plays um, he played Gurney, Gurney. He played the same character yes. as Josh Brolin. Yes, there you go. Yep. So um, I remember watching the original Dune, and I was like confused because I don't know what the heck was going on. It was like all pretty weird. And it's not that great. Some people still love it. Some people still like really like it. But it was kind of weird because there is a lot of like weird science fiction stuff in it. But I think this new Dune movie right now with Timothy Chalamet, you got you just mentioned Josh Brolin, um, Oscar Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson. The cast is Javier Bardem. The cast is Jason incredible. Momoa. Jason Momoa. Come on, we can't forget Jason Momoa. Um, uh, Zendaya is in this. Uh, Man. Is she though? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll add to that. Yeah, I'll add to that right now. Um, look, it, it, it's doing the movie itself. First of all, is beautifully shot. It is it the shot in this movie that just the, the scenes in this movie, the cinematography in this movie. It is beautifully shot. It is really well done when it comes to visuals. It's beautiful, and I think. Uh, Dennis Villeneuve, and I can't remember, I can pronounce his last name. Villeneuve. There you go. Thank you. He um, he did a great job when it comes to like you won't be too like what's going on like like there's not a lot of like exposition right like you're not confused about what's going on. They kind of explain it to you and they don't go too deep where you'll be like oh my god I don't understand what's going on. It really isn't. I think it's a beautiful story. Um, Wait. What? It really isn't if you're paying attention. Okay. Um, just this, because this I watched it with a group of friends who kept talking. 
kept talking and doing all their stuff and then asking questions. And then when the movie was over, they're like, oh, I'm so confused about it. I was like, because you're not paying attention. <laughs> this is true. Pay attention. This is pay true. Attention. You do got to pay attention to what's going on on screen, the dialogue that's going on. Um, I mean, if you're watching These the movie, pay attention. They do. Yeah, they do. They do matter. But I think everyone does a really good job. Um, the the only uh, one of the downsides of this is uh, of this movie is one as a as a fan of sci-fi I was I, I was kind of let down uh, because I wanted to see more not because of anything bad it's just I wish there was more like it ends and you're like dang dude I can't wait for part two and uh, and also Zendaya in the movie. Is it false advertising or is it <laughs> is it uh just maybe maybe put her in the background background of the poster? No, it was it but was, it was false advertising. Yeah, she's not watching this movie. I mean, she's so you know if you're yeah if, if you're, you're a huge Daya fan and you're like I can't wait to see this. I want to see her. Like, be prepared for your expectations to not be met. Yeah, she's she's used like in small parts in the movie, like in. Visions, and then when she actually meets the characters, like towards the end of the movie, so you don't get a lot of her. Um, it's still great though, but yeah, the movie I thought was really uh well done, it was really cool. Like the visuals, the story itself, you kind of get involved in it, man. I, I, I really liked it. I, I, I was really into this movie, I thought it was great. It's not too nerdy because that's the first thing I think. It's like you know, when you know about the story. It ends up, you know, thinking maybe it's a little too nerdy, you know. But I thought it was great, and I highly, highly recommend it. So HBO Max is really worth it for things like this. Like, if you want to go see Dune, check it out. I think it was really well done. So, I don't know. But you watched it. What did you think about it? Okay, first of all, besides, are... I know you probably didn't get all the... <laughs> you were interrupted a little bit. But from what you saw, what did you like? Okay, so first of all, we're aligned. I don't think... I'm not even going to waste time recommending anything else i think you should watch dune if you haven't seen it right um but i and then just I, I, a couple little things that i want to add right like the director is also the same director who directed arrival so that's that move one this movie came out in 2016 we really liked it we thought it was great it starts amy adams and it's about like aliens making contact with us and it's mm -hmm. really cool it takes like a really cool take on like um um like interaction with extraterrestrials if we were to ever have it um he he also directed um sicario and we love sicario like the first one sicario right? is we, great we thought we thought it was so good it was so like a uh, gritty and, and grounded on reality granted grounded in reality um he, so he also did blade runner 2049 he also did Blade Runner 2049, but man, that movie was just too long. Too, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was. Um, it was. But okay. anyway, like those, those, the, the good movies, right? And then the cinematographer, Jeff, like I'm glad you talked about him. Like he's obviously worked with him in like other stuff. I think they worked together on this. They, they have. Mm -hmm. He was a cinematographer also for, he did a lot of Mandalorian. And yes. He did, he also did um, Rogue One. Right, which which again, like our movies, we felt like we're like really beautifully shot. You know, we're like talking about all these shots and these sceneries that we see were so great. Um, I think when it comes to sci-fi, like you know, um, sometimes these movies can seem just a little too far out, a little bit too over the top. But I feel like Dune does a good job of just telling, selling you a believable world. Selling you a world where you're like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I understand why this is happening, why that's happening, etc. Um, we've talked about this in the past. Like, we're all like, we in the beta report were really big fans of like world building. When I talked about C, I was like, oh, I love how they build worlds. And um, we talk about this with like Star Wars, with Harry Potter. Like, we love when uh, you know, just creative minds build worlds. And Dune does a great job of building the world of Frank Herbert, who's the original writer um, of, of the novel. Mm -hmm. If you watch the 1984 version, though, just kind of like if, if by any chance you watch that version, that movie is part one and part two in one. There's a lot of things that happen in Dune. This, this Dune is a two hour and a half movie 
that dude, I think, is like a two-hour movie, and it's like twice the material, right? So it's a lot more rich as far as story storytelling goes. Um, the performances are great. Like Timothy Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, like Oscar, all, all these guys just hit it out of the park. Also, like um, Stellan Skarsgård, um, who's you know to us, you know to us in the Beta Report family is also Doctor Erickson from Thor and Avengers and all that stuff. Doctor Erickson. Um, wait, he is that guy, right? Yeah. Or is he not? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is. Um, He's but a- he does. Is he? No, wait. I don't think he is. Is he? Yeah, that's the same guy, isn't it? Okay, 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 cool, cool. I think it is. Anyway, yeah, he, he does a good job. Yeah, yeah. He's Eric Selby. Yeah, yeah. So he does. A, he's the he's the villain in this, and he he's like, he is great uh, as a villain. Like, there's little like the way he just moves slowly, the way he looks around, all these little nuances that make some good. It's a great cast even like the the non-big names right like like um sharon duncan brewster who plays the doctor dr leitz she has a role in this but she was also in rogue one um she's in uh i don't, I don't know she's in rogue, she one? Was in rogue one yeah she's in rogue one she's like a politician in rogue one. oh okay mm-hmm. um but she was in here and she was great um then there's uh shadow maps uh, well, anyway, that's great movie, great acting, totally worth watching. Beautiful world building, pay attention, really creative. And this movie, like Dune, has so much potential. Just because we're gonna see, you know, we just saw part one of a book. This is one book being divided into two movies because you can't tell that story in just one movie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think the challenge too when you do that is that, like, you know you end up with like a crappy movie when you try to do like this really rich dense book into one two hour movie it usually ends up being crappy so i'm glad that they're taking their time and explaining everything um but anyway dune is a huge series i think it's like six books so there's a lot of room for this to become like a huge franchise right it is it is Um, it's funny super creative Mm -hmm. it's super creative it's also like it's also like uh, by sci-fi fans. It's like credited as like the greatest sci-fi ever. It it influenced Star Wars. Like some of this, if you watch it, you'll see how this movie influenced Star Wars, how this story influenced Star Wars. But anyway, great movie. Can't say enough. Watch it and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. You mentioned Star Wars, and the funny thing about it is that this, this you know, Dune was written way before Star Wars came out, and there yeah. are so many like you like. Dang, George Lucas ripped some stuff off from from Dune, totally, like, dude. bro. Totally. Like when when you kind of see it, like okay, there's a young guy on a desert planet, Luke Skywalker. Um, yeah, you know, and and then uh, they have this magic where they can make people do things, the Force, but it's called yeah. you know the Voice the in voice. this in this yeah. stuff. It's it's just like there's, there's so, an emperor, there's, there's an, an emperor <laughs> who runs like you know all these planets. Yes, bro. So it, it's there's so many little similarities. Um, I mean, it's it's not a straight ripoff, but you could see the inspiration. Although some people will call it ripoff, but there there's definitely some inspiration there. But you're definitely right about the fact that they um, know how to or or um, what's the guy's name? Herbert something, uh, the writer for the Frank book. Herbert. Frank Herbert. Frank Herbert. Thank you. He um, he he really built a whole world here, and I think uh, the director Dennis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Villeneuve, he um he really I mean he really was like uh, championing the the source material, and he said if you know if I cannot get exactly from the book I'm not gonna make this movie. Uh, he really yeah. didn't want to make it one movie like the original. He wanted to make sure that he was faithful to the book, so that's why there's gonna be a part two, uh, and not cram all of it in one movie, which I think really benefits the movie to kind of let it breathe and kind of let that world building like you said so it's really fun it's it's i don't want to say fun because it's not like a romp you know like like some action movies are but i think right. it, it does a really good job of, of building this world just like like uno said i think it's it helps it so um yeah check it out dude it's on hbo max you can watch it right now uh if you really want to and i haven't seen it but from what i've heard people who have seen it on IMAX, that's the way to watch it. 
go to an IMAX theater and watch. I think a lot of these scenes were filmed in IMAX. So I, I, and it does seem just by watching it right now, it does seem like it would benefit from seeing in an IMAX screen. Yeah, um, man, I love it when you and I agree because I feel like we make it easier for the audience to like, okay, I'm going to watch this. So watch Dune. Um, okay, Jeff and I are going to recommit ourselves to being on social media. So if you watch it, let us know what you think. We we want to hear it. If you want to record a little video and let us know, like, oh my God, this was so great, let us know. Um, but yes, like, you know, can't say enough. There you go. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Beta Report. We'll be back. Uh, I know that we, we'll probably be... Is that what I kept hearing? What is that clicky sound? I had no idea what it was. I kept I kept turning around. Lighting my candle. <laughs> I kept turning around to see what's behind me. What's going on? Uh, yes, guys. So, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. I know we're going to be, you know, in and out here. Uh, we won't be putting up episodes... Like he, uh, Uno just said, we're going to be recommending ourselves to the social media. Uno, I made a TikTok page for the beta report. Oh my God. I haven't put any videos up yet. I'm not going to be doing any dancing. I'm going to be doing some dancing on the challenge. <laughs> uh, trends. Now, we're going to put up there to put um, some, some content for you guys there. Um, it is at the beta report. Pretty much everything we have on social media is at the beta report. Um, so we'll be posting there soon. Uh, we want to put some stuff on YouTube as well. So stuff we're working on, man. I'm excited. I'm going to put my kids to work. I'm not going to pay them, but I'm going to make them work and help me put this stuff up. So for sure. <laughs> so thank you guys for joining us. Make sure to check out uh, our social media pages. Like I said, uh, like Luna said, we're going to be putting some stuff on there. But also check out our website at www. Does anybody say that anymore? www. Nobody, Nobody does that, that right? Okay. <laughs> it's thebetareport.com. Okay. You can go and check out all our older episodes way back to the beginning. You can see them. They're all archived there. Uh, and you guys can go ahead and check out our website. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Beta Report. I am the con. I am Uno. Goodbye, everyone. And this is Goodbye. The Beta Report. See you guys. Dude, I'm going to do.